get paid Been hotter than a hundred suns I can't find no shade Just two more rows and I'm good to go Yeah, I'm shutting this tractor down Give me a half an hour for a shave and a shower And I'll be outside your house Might have a little dirt on my boots But I'm taking you uptown tonight Might have a little mud on my wheels But they gonna shine with you up inside Gonna hit the club, gonna cut a rug Burn it up like neon lights Might have a little dirt on my boots But we're gonna dance the dust right off them tonight Good evening, friends, and welcome to another incredible episode of Liquored Listings. This is your host, Big Earn McCracken, coming back at you. And I've got a dual show going on tonight. Uh, one, it's time to finally ref- uh, reflect on the loss that State 20 had against State 69. Need to go through and dissect it. Uh, bring some attention to it, give you my thoughts. I'm sure I'll piss a few people off, but hopefully I'll uh, garner some respect from some of you. Uh, that's going to be part of the show. I'll probably cover that first, and hopefully you guys stick around, you West Game uh, fanatics. Hopefully you guys stick around and listen to the rest of the show, because the rest of the show is going to go over. See, I get a lot of... Uh, a lot of feedback that most of my most of my music choices that I go over are from the 80s and 90s and I'm showing my age and people wonder well do you listen to anything modern and I do I do I think uh, country music I'm gonna do country male artists from 2010 and beyond uh, that I listen to and show that I do have some range here. It's not just the older stuff, but I mean, let's face it. Older country music is generally better. However, the top five on the list today certainly have uh, put themselves into everyday listening category. Um, so we're going to go over that. That's going to be the featured top five list. But I know you're here to hear me vent and talk and explain what happened in the premier matchup of SVS. There there hasn't been another matchup like this since uh, State 7 way back when. And uh, that was when we first moved to 28. RXN first moved to 28. And we faced off against State 7. And that was the first time that a billion points was scored by by both states well we beat it this time both uh both states scored over a billion and 1.3 billion for the uh victors state 69 and you got to commend them you got to give credit when it's due you got to give credit uh when they pulled off and executed uh the game plan that they had set forth you can't fault them for it uh you, you you have to show some respect there uh but i mean we can touch on what i said in the previous show before the before the svs what were the things that it was going to come down to let's be honest it is state 69 is like china or india there are just a shit load of accounts 
They are all over the place at all times. I and you just can't escape it. And if we broke down the numbers, I'm sure that you would see that they more than outfarmed and minioned us. That's not why they won. But that was something I touched on previously, where uh, 28 just doesn't have the same number of accounts. And that's a it's a credit to 69 for being able to keep all those accounts and keep all those accounts happy and living under the same the same state flag uh it's not always easy to do we've seen states come and go in this game build up fall down uh over and over and over again we've seen many juggernaut states you know six used to be a juggernaut seven was a juggernaut uh 12 uh, 14 there have been so many monster monster states that you know it's hard to keep enough peace and enough going around that people stay happy so you got to keep you got to give them a lot of credit for being able to keep that now they're they're fairly young can they maintain it over a six month one year's time that's something we'll have to see if you're lucky that gambia fellow will never show up but i don't think he'll show up in 69 i mean he he'd be too much of a small fry he just wouldn't make it and he's the type that likes to bully his way around the game so I don't, I don't think you'll see him there. So you, hopefully you guys don't get a player like that that is more out to destroy a state and, uh, than to help it uh, excel. So you guys are doing something right there. And I can reflect on that and say that, yes, they, they beat us on those points, but it's not why they won. Um, I also brought up which state has the better accounts. I don't think I was wrong on this either. I think it was shown that 28 has the strongest accounts. Uh, they did try to oust Joey from one of the capitals. They never really attempted to oust Mars from the other capital, uh, but they did try with Joey, and Joey was offline, and he just kept taking rallies, and they, you know, and he was in Godex for the uh, for the event, and they just kept refilling him, and just just kept eating him up. They were using core gears and everything and just not able uh, to remove him. So I think the overall top tier in 28 is still intact that it was stronger than 69s. But that's not, I'm trying, not trying to like diss 69 when I say that. I mean, it's pretty well known that there's, you know, the, there's the big five or six players, you know, and you've got Vit and Easy from uh from onc and then you got slim jack the ripper mars Diaz, and joey in new orange but he's when he's on he doesn't play that much but i mean those seem to be the the big 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 dogs that are just almost impossible to move uh but you got to give them credit they tried to take joey out that's i mean it's no easy task it's running in it's usually running into a brick wall and they certainly made the attempt now, to go alongside that, I did say that the building control would be in favor of 28. And primarily it was. If we counted, counted out points from buildings, 28 did hold the advantage there. But it just wasn't enough. Certainly wasn't enough. Um, they're very tactical in how they score their points in 69. Um, especially for your newer players, um, they're very good at 
I mean, little, just the little things. If you if you pay attention, and someone takes a building from somewhere, and then the sheriff is automatically coming home, I mean, get right in there and knock them right out, uh, because that means that they weren't made, uh, you know, even up to vice minister. You have to, you have to have a certain rank to hold a building in SVS. So get in there, and they're very tactical when it comes to stuff like that. So I mean, but remember this. The 69 is now filled with a lot of experienced players. These aren't just new players, you know, fairly new. Saying state 69, it's still relatively new. Uh, but it's they have a lot of implants that have been playing this game a very, very long time. So their uh, their strategy is down. Uh, in fact, I now know who uh, who the fuck Tipton is. Uh, it's a very, very, very solid account. I'll, I'll give him credit where it's due. And yes, Sambo, even you played well. But I was so ready for you to port to 28 so I could release my fucking rally. Instead, you shielded. Damn it. But he did take a, he did take a triple rally. Um, so he's, I mean, we all know Sambo has a solid account. And, you know, he did well, I'm sure. I'm sure the point differentiation there was different. Uh, that leads me to another topic that I brought up, which was patience. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty evident that we weren't going to make up a gap that it started early in the contest. So, we, uh, we started hitting and chasing. And hitting and chasing and chasing and hitting. <laughs> and we, we, it was a ball now it brings me to the winners and losers of the battle point wise point wise 69 won it's not even a contest they outscored us by 300 million points 300 million points is what some of you states score for the whole svs now how do they get that many one they got some good kills but yeah 28 was fucking rallying shit, uh, which leads me to how we won in a way. You know, on the scoreboard, we didn't win. I get it. But it was probably the funnest Discord call uh, that I've had with other State 28 members. Uh, laughing, joking, throwing caution into the wind. Fuck it. Ship it and send it. Who cares? Fucking hit them. You know, constant. We were, <laughs> it just didn't matter to us. Uh, we hit many accounts that we shouldn't. And we knew before we even sent them that we probably shouldn't hit them. But we said it anyway. So the reason we play games, the reason we get into these type of things is community and fun. It's an escape from the real world. And I'll tell you what, that that's why I play the game. Honestly, it's why I've been in the game was it three years now. I started in state one the very first day the game came out. Um, it's why I keep continuing to play. It's the people that I've played with, and uh, and the for those moments, they're just pure fun uh, where you don't care if you lose troops. You just don't give a shit. It it was just, just laughing for hours on end. Uh, with fellow people in your state. And during during the weeks, the two weeks in between SVS, we're still at each other, you know? I mean, I, I usually have one or two rallies set on me, 
and depending on how I'm feeling, I'll, well, I'm usually willing to take it. Um, but it, when you get to come together as a state and just go balls to the walls, just so much fun. Like, like I said, it just didn't matter what we were hitting at that point. So, you know, there's winners and losers, and they certainly won the matchup. But for my own personal uh, SVS, it was a win for me. It was so much fun, and I never stopped laughing. You got to think, 69 had to play pretty. I mean, they had a game plan, and they were very disciplined about it. And it showed in the eventual scoreboard and ended up who won and who lost on the points. Um, and I've done that in so many SVS. So many times we've had to play by a certain style. So you're going to win, you know, because everybody likes to win. Winning never gets old. That's the truth. I love that saying, winning never gets old. But, you know, sometimes you just have so much fun throwing it all against the wall and not caring about the loss. I know ONC pretty much plays that way uh, quite often when it comes to an SVS. So especially if they don't think they're going to win on points, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna be hitting some bases. And uh, it's honestly, in these days and age, it's so risky to hit a fucking base. I mean, you're not going to, you're not, very rarely you're going to come out ahead on points uh, at the level that, uh, this upper tier of states are fighting at. It's very rare. I mean, the chances of finding someone offline are getting slimmer and slimmer. And, you know, they've got meats upon meat shields and so on and so forth. Remember, you can only send like a 5.4 million rally. It's pretty hard to overwhelm 50 to 100 million troops. I don't care if your base is, you know, maxed. I don't care if it is a Mars or a Slim or a Vit or Raja, any of these major accounts, you're just not going to win on the point differentiation. However, it's still a hell of a lot of fun to do. So I just wanted to break that down. Uh, a lot of you guys that tune into the show are from the younger states, and these are the events that you're going you're gonna to one day get there and be playing against you know, the superpowers that fucking, and they hurt when they hit. But this is where you get a chance uh, when you're, you know, in the younger states, in the smaller accounts, learn your fighting style, learn how to get out there and mix it up because you're going to want that experience when you start growing and getting into the major, major battles. So humbly, I say congratulations to 69 and thankful to everybody in state 28, especially those that were on the discord call. Thank you so much for making it a win for me. Uh, I had so much fun in this battle. I can't wait to run it back uh, with you guys again in 69. We'll see what happens then. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I just want to say thanks uh, to everybody on that call. And what does this mean for the overall game? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I don't. I mean, they have plenty of M4 accounts, but there's not really a West King favorite coming out of 69 right now. So, I mean, where do they go? You know, are, are they going to be involved in West King? I, I, I really don't know. I really don't know what their plan is. So it's going to be very interesting to see what goes on in the future with State 69. Uh, do they 
Do they uh, join forces with ONC? Do they reach out to uh, GodX? Do they reach out to RXN, uh, TSQ? Where do where do they want to play uh, when it comes to the next, like the big global battles? Not just SVS, but your Viceroy and West King. Where are they going to stand? It's going to be a it's going to be fun to see how it all uh, plays out in the upcoming months. So. Once again, congratulations, 69. Big win. Uh, I didn't know you had it in you, in you, and you guys fought much more and much better than I probably gave you credit for before the SVS started. So you have my, if that's an apology, as close to an apology as I can get, you know? I know you guys, some of you used it as like uh, fodder to get you pumped up. Because like, you guys kept saying it on state chats. And I'm like, wow, I thought I was relatively respectful when I did that last podcast. Um, but just like in the NFL, somebody says something, it's, po- it's poster board material. And uh, if it can get you fired up and, and get the numbers out there, uh, happy to have helped. So there you go. Congratulations. And let's move on to the list of the show today. Now, I'm... I just grew up on country. I grew up in a small town and, you know, farming town. And you get together, you drink beer, you work hard all day, you fucking throw hay bales, pound fence posts, fucking wrangle up cattle, fucking birth fucking cattle. You know, you grow your own food, butcher your own food. I lived in a small town. So I think that's why I'm much more into you know, the 70s, 80s, and early 90s country music. Um, kind of lose it when Butthead, I mean, uh, Luke Bryan, he does look like Butthead from Beavis and Butthead, doesn't he? Um, but I kind of, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I still fucking know all his tunes are so catchy, you listen to him, right? But he's certainly not an artist that I go to. He's not going to be on any playlist that I have. When his song comes on, I fucking generally know it. We all know it. They're fucking played everywhere. But he's not, that style is not on my list. I mean, you have people, and I and I want to include people like, obviously, Blake Shelton, you can consider him 2010, but you can, he's much earlier than that. Um, but I think a lot of his best work has come post-2010, uh, but not going to be on the list. You know, you got your Billy Carrington, your Chris Jansen, uh you know, even Dustin Lynch, small town boy. Uh, these are all quality, quality artists that didn't quite make the list. So we're going to jump into it. Coming in at number five is, and you'll notice something about all of these. They're all singer songwriters. And a lot of them were songwriters uh, before they become, you know, the lead singers and like, before they gained popularity there, people were buying their music. Uh, number five comes in with Jamie Johnson. I'm going to play two songs each. Uh, not the whole song, obviously, uh, except maybe the number one. I might play a full song of his. We'll see when I get there, depending on time. But coming in at number five, uh, Jamie Johnson with his song, High Cost of Living. I was just a normal guy. Life was just a nine to five With bills and pressure piled up to the sky 
She never asked, she knew I'd been Hanging with my wilder friends Looking for some other way to fly And three days straight was no big feat To get by on no food or sleep And crazy was becoming my new norm I'd pass out on the bedroom floor and sleep right through the calm before the storm. My life was just an old routine. Every day the same damn thing. I couldn't even tell I was alive. But I tell you, the high cost of living ain't nothing like the cost of living high. is that many of us know about addiction either personal or somewhere in the family and in modern days it affects us uh all in all facets we we see it we felt it we all know someone that's probably lost a battle with addiction um or as uh, grown up in an abusive uh, household because of addiction. And that song really just am, uh, amplifies uh, how how negative it can be in someone's life and for the people that love them. So he really, that's why I still like, he, I consider him like an older style country music because he's telling a story. And that's why uh, country music was so popular is it's storytelling. Even people that aren't, like huge country music fans, the ones that can can uh, actually admit, you know, be like, oh yeah, the one thing good thing about country music is the storytelling. So, you know, that song right there hits close. You know, with my own personal demons, um, we all have them. You know, I have family demons, and so on and so forth. But we all all cope and find a way. And you know, it's a it's something that needs to be recognized and need to be heard. So that was one of Jamie Johnson's. I'm going to give you one more small clip. I think this is probably his greatest song. And I might have cheated here because I think this came out in like 2008 or nine, probably 2009. Uh, but it's the song in color and the video's awesome. The lyrics are awesome. But it's, uh, it's like a uh, grandson talking to his grandfather and... And it's all about the black and white pictures. So enjoy Jimmy Johnson's second song, number five, In Color. On this one here, he's taking overseas in the middle of hell in 1943. In the wintertime, you can almost see my breath. That was my tail gunner, old Johnny McGee He was a high school teacher from New Orleans And he had my back right through the day we left If it looks like we were scared to death Like a couple of kids just trying to save each other You should have seen it in color But you can't see what those shades of gray keep covered 
That song is so well written. Uh, the next verse, he talks about meeting and marrying his sweetheart, the grandmother. Uh, just that this song just is, is so poignant, and it brings you it it brings you back to I you know I miss my grandfather, and it's that's kind of just reminds me of sitting on his lap and the stories he would tell. Um, I became a card player. Because of my grandfather, I would sit there on his knee in uh, in the smoky rooms back in the day, and my mom would get pissed, but grandpa didn't care. You know, if I was spending the night at grandma and grandpa's, I loved cards, and uh, I would sit there and play poker uh, with him and his buddies, you know, as a six-year-old, seven-year-old kid, and I learned strategy and poker, like, every, in every game under the sun, they used to have this game called Middleborn. Any French people out there will know exactly what I'm talking about. But that's what we did. We played cards and story, you know, always telling stories. So shout out to uh, to uh, my grandfather. Rest in peace. And uh, man, that song brings me back to, to something that he would do. So number five, a really strong showing on the list today, Jamie Johnson. That leads me to number four in this person you may not know you may not have heard of uh and he gets a little bit of a bump because i've partied and hung out and chilled with this guy numerous times uh he did have one one uh one song get to number one on the country charts back in the day i will play that one first uh but another another it's the familiar theme he's a singer songwriter he writes his own songs and performs them and this song fits right into liquor listing scene uh but it's a story if you really catch it if you watch the video you don't catch it till the end and you'll have to listen to it a few times to understand what he's trying to say but it's keeping the spark alive uh with you and your significant other his wife in this situation uh you know he's he sets it up where it's like they're meeting for the first time. And I hope you enjoy his first song, Nestor Andres, A-N-D-R-E-S-S. This is Drunk at a Bar. Baby, you didn't know you lit a fire on the phone. You whispered, hurry home, can't concentrate on the road. Rolling on red lights, sliding into the drive Can't wait to get inside, feeling like it's the first time Kiss me like we're drunk at a bar, backseat of a car Going somewhere fast, up against a wall Pulling on your hair, lips on lips I can feel your breath burning on my skin Let's forget where we are And kiss me like we're drunk at a bar Now we've got you all alone You know you're turning me on Turn up the stereo We both know you're smoking like a cigarette 
chest You're hacking up that dress There's no last call where we're going Kiss me like we're drunk at a bar Backseat of a car Going somewhere fast Up a gift Pulling on your hair Lips I can feel That song does get you a little pumped up, and it reminds you of of falling in love with your girl, just falling in love with her, and you just want to repeat that and repeat that and repeat that, like the, like it's the first time. Song, uh, it's catchy, it's it's awesome. I just really love it. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy that. Check him out. His name is Nestor Andres, and. Uh, it's just a fun that's a fun song that one went to number one on the country charts and uh just a great great little uh a song to introduce you guys to him and i'll play the second one real quick here uh this one is when you lie and try to catch the nuance uh in this song so here it is guys nestor andres coming in number four on the list today with when you lie conversation that we had about the plans to get away that was yesterday and the day before he said you'd go anywhere as long as I was there now that's all changed after everything you're gonna throw away I just want to see you say That you miss me You miss me not being around Tell me that you love me No, I don't care to hear the sound I'm not trying to find a reason to stay No, not this time I just want to see what you look like when you lie I just want to see what you look like when you lie. Fucking love that right there. I think it's so impressive. And just the nuance behind it, like building up to it. Just want to see what you look like when you lie. Uh, I definitely think you guys need to check it out. He's got so many good songs. His, his whole album, like his major album, is just a, a story of falling in love. So check him out, Nestor Andres. I know it's something you guys probably not heard of, but definitely, definitely worth listening. That leads us into our top three. We have all listened to liquored listings before and you know this is when i just bring out the big guns and i don't think these three are going to surprise many people when you understand me as a person and what i the other lists that i've done uh this is not going to be butthead luke bryan did not make the list uh number three it was close to number two here number one was by far uh but number three i i think is fun exciting very very new uh controversial uh let's check out his probably his most famous song first here he is at number three morgan whalen with whiskey glasses 
She cheated I swear on this would be my last call. I ain't drunk down again no more. Let's See. go. Because I ain't ever heard like this before. Uh, fucking awesome. That song is so catchy. So well written. Uh, and all about a breakup. I'm sure you can uh, all relate to that at some point in your life. Uh, not many of us marry our high school sweethearts. Um so it that song is just so fun and like i said it's so catchy and what i like about him is he almost has a never give up attitude he just got uh, in a lot of trouble this past year for getting caught at a party drunk and he made some derogatory statements and i we all slip up if a camera was on us 24 7 with the political uh, correct police out there these days and everybody's so goddamn woke, you know, we're all going to get in trouble. I mean, I can't imagine if someone dissects all of my shows that I would get away with. Uh, I'd be canceled, most likely. I, I mean, I'm a lot more toned than some people. So he got a lot of controversy there. He also got his start on the show The Voice, where he didn't do exceptionally well. He really didn't. He got... I think he got eliminated in the knockout stages or something like that. Uh, but then just buckled down and tried to improve his career after that, and which he's done, obviously. He, you know, he's probably, I would say, a top 10 uh, artist of right now, uh, of who's going around at the, at, in country music at this time. So good on you, Morgan Whalen. You did a hell of a job. And uh, I think this song... The, the first song is more catchy, more fun, but I think this song is a, a better uh, better way to describe him and his music. And here it comes in, Living the Dream, and I'll discuss a little bit about it after you hear it. Living the Dream, Morgan Wallen, our number three on the list today. Mama don't pray for my success anymore Yeah, but mama still prays for me
type of songs, honestly, that you could hear from a true rock star, you know, in and out of hotel bars. You know, it's it's basically just confronting yourself and the life that you're living. Even though you have all of this success, there can be loneliness right alongside it because, I mean, you're just living on fame and you're not you're not getting to the core which all human humans have and the one common core that makes people happy is love and you know being from family or your or your girl um you know you you feel lonely i mean just women and beer and adderall and adrenaline is what you know we're just living a fast fast paced life and you know we envy we think it must be a dream come true and we'll be like oh poor him he's you know makes millions of dollars sure yeah i mean i'm a little envious on that part but i'm sure that that type of lifestyle can get draining so morgan whalen and that's that's what country is all about so morgan whalen great job uh keep putting out the new the new shit and i look forward to hearing more and more from you uh number three morgan whalen that moves us into our top two and this band passed morgan on my list for the number two spot because he can do everything like his his fun songs are so 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 fun which i'll play the first one and then his his serious songs are just so over the top good i mean i i only only one person easily beat him and we'll get to number one in a second but luke combs you more than earned your spot at number two on the best singers for big earn mccracken in the male category since 2010 we're going to start you off listeners with a good old beer never broke my heart this is liquor listings Everything else in this world, your dog runs away, you miss a flight, whatever it is that's got you fucking down in the dumps and breaks your heart, that long neck bottle 
never ever let you down that's that's just country music right there and that's so i was showing you this side of uh luke combs because it's fun he's fun i and you know he's he's the one that does the scratch ticket one <laughs> and like he's just got a ton of fun songs but he can also get incredibly incredibly serious and he writes his own songs so to get to the other side of that i'm gonna play probably the best song that is on the list today uh coming in at number two still with beautiful crazy what a great great love song here he is luke combs her day starts with a coffee and ends with a wine takes forever and getting ready so she's never on time for anything when she gets that come get me look in her eyes well it kind of scares me way that she drives me wild and she drives me wild beautiful crazy she can't help but amaze me the way that she dances ain't afraid to take chances and wears her heart on her sleeve yeah, she's crazy, but her crazy's beautiful to me. She makes plans for the weekend, can't wait to go out. Till she changes her mind, says let's stay on the couch and watch TV. And she falls asleep. And wears her heart on her sleeve Yeah, she's crazy But her crazy's beautiful to me She's unpredictable, unforgettable It's unusual, unbelievable How I'm such a fool, yeah, I'm such a fool That's a, that is a love song if I have ever heard one. You know, we're never going to understand the opposite sex. Uh, although you women have a much better chance. Trust me. We really are not very complicated. But trying to, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. La, da, 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 da. Yeah, we, we get it truth of the matter is we are men are pretty simple creatures i mean that's 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 all it comes down to but trying to understand a woman i mean i'd have a better chance at understanding the quran and in its native you know writing 
I just I would I would just look at it and be like, I don't know what's going on. And that's pretty much what's going on with with men and women. But we may call you crazy, but I don't think you are. Just beautiful crazy in our perspective. I think that's what it comes down to. And no matter how how complicated and how crazy it can be sometimes, that's why we adore you. It, it is. It's, it's magical. That song encapsulates and, and sends it right to our ears and just an understanding for us all of how great women are. I can't speak on the other other side. I hope you got uh, ladies out there can reflect back and and tell us how beautiful, crazy us men are. Uh, but call it like masculine crazy. That'd be a lot better. I don't know if I want to. I don't want to hear beautiful, handsomely crazy. I don't know. Either way, song is unforgettable. So good. Every time you hear that song, or especially me, I turn it up. I think it's just a masterpiece. There he is coming in at our number two, which leads us right to the top. And nobody, if you've been following the list at all, should be surprised that Chris Stapleton makes that top. And nah, nah, no, 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 no. I am not going to give you Tennessee whiskey. I'm not going to do it. It wouldn't be prudent. I'm not in it. Um, absolutely not. Even though that song is amazing, that song has been performed by probably 30 people. Uh, maybe maybe 30 is an exaggeration, but at least 10, right? The first first time it came into like major popularity was David Allen Coe. And uh, that was in the early, early, early 80s, probably 80 or 81, but it's been redone and redone. And obviously Chris Stapleton's version is amazing. You know, even at the, I think it was the Grammys or the Country Music Awards when he did it with Justin Timberlake, that was amazing. I mean, the song's just amazing. So, but that's not one he wrote. But Chris Stapleton is a songwriter. So I'm not going to include that into our listening pleasures. I'm going to play two off his newest album for people that haven't heard his newest shit. It is so good. Our first one is Maggie's Song by Chris Stapleton. And uh, I play this because there's nothing like the bond between a man or woman, but an owner and their dog. So here it is, guys. Maggie's Song. Don't tear up. If this is the first time you've heard this, you just might. Here it is, Maggie's song, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pet old Georgia here behind me. Let me tell you a story about an old friend of mine. Somebody left her in a shopping cart in a parking lot for us to find. Just a fuzzy black pup. She was hungry and feeling alone. Put her in the back seat. Told her we were taking her home. Run, Maggie, run with the heart of a rebel child. Oh, run, Maggie, run. Be just as free as you are. Wild. A few kids later, 
they moved out on the farm She followed those kids around Yes, she kept them safe from harm And she loved to chase squirrels And playing out in the snow She'd take off like a bullet Man, you should have seen her go As much as I, I want to play that whole song for you, I promised you guys I wouldn't play whole songs. But man, do I love that song. It reminds me of the first, I mean, I, I grew up with dogs, but the first time I, the first woman I ever lived with in my adult years, we had a plan for getting dogs together. So I get home from work. I was managing a restaurant at that time. And uh, I get home from work and I get kisses on my feet from this little, little, probably two month old uh, German Shepherd Husky mix and uh, named Riggs. And uh, I fell in love with him immediately. But my contention was, and so I, I actually instantaneously got mad at her at the same time. See, I'm a firm believer that the first person that's with that dog, whether it's rescuing or, or like um, a dog, you know, getting as a puppy, the first one that has the car ride, if you're not together when you do it, that's the one that the dog bonds to immediately. I just, I, I feel like they naturally have that first connection and that's going to be. And I, I can remember just being like honestly pissed at her, but couldn't help but love Riggs. And, uh, you know, we, we spent three great years together after that. No, I'm, I'm not bitching about that relationship. Um, but when it came push to shove, right? Who, I sound like a country song here. She took the dog. Riggs, my buddy. My little buddy buddy. You know? We used to do everything together. You know? But, I mean, her and I relationship happened because we lived different lives. She worked days. I worked nights. And it was really hard to keep that going as, into our adult years. But that doesn't change the relationship I have with my dog. When she was at work... That dog was mine, and we just did shit together. And uh, we had talked about getting a uh, Rottweiler to go with him, and we are going to call him Murtaugh, uh, Riggs and Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. But he was such a sweetheart, such a good dog. It was so funny when cause we, our, our front door at our house, it was full glass, and anytime anybody would come and knock on the door, had the he had the biggest bark. It was so funny. Like, he would have let anybody come into the house. 
he was the friendliest fucker but his bark was mean like mean but it was excitement all you had to do was look at his tail it's going 158,000 miles per hour back and forth just because you're out the door just thinking it's a human to play with i mean the guy the kid ah i call him a kid i miss him so that was my first like adult dog that was mine i mean I, i lost dogs as a kid but you know for me that that one was the one that really really hit home and so i don't i don't even know i'm sure at this point i mean that was well yeah he's not around anymore um it was so long ago but either way so i don't know about his passing or anything like that and i'm happy to not know about that but now i have georgia and georgia is one of the lights of my life she's a she's a pain in my fucking royal ass don't get me wrong but i mean i smell like her all the time i mean she's she's a pain (laughs) i mean i woke up this morning and she's an american bulldog and uh She's got the jowls, and she doesn't do this all the time, but I do let her sleep on the bed. It's just me, so why not? Uh, Normally, she sleeps on the other side, and she only wakes me up. She doesn't cuddle, right? But this morning, I woke up, and, well, the reason why is because I left a fucking pizza and some uh, boneless buffalo wings out the other night. And uh, unbeknownst to me, she, well, I didn't know it until she'd already ate it all, that she had gotten it. And that created some uh, internal issues with her, uh, especially the hot wings. And uh, <laughs> she just had to lay down like, like, you'll help me? No, I can't help you, you little bitch. You fucking, you ate all my hot wings, you little bitch. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But yeah, her, her tummy was hurting, so I woke up, and I just smelt like drool. Oh, God, is she a drooler. But I love her, and uh, I don't know. I went on a real tangent here with that fucking song right there. That's what, see, that's why Chris Stapleton is so good, though. You can keep on his songs make you think and gives you memories, and there it is. I, I won't keep talking about my life with dogs. But there it is. I'm going to play one more and we'll wrap up the show. But this one really needs to be heard by everybody. If anybody remembers the Las Vegas shooting, I am not going to get political. I'm just going to play the song. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I almost fucking went political anyway. But here it is coming in. If you've never heard this song, Remember the Las Vegas shooting. Coming in, Chris Stapleton, your number one of all the new artists, male, 100%. Here it is. Watch you burn. I'm going to play this whole fucking song. I don't care. Only a coward would pick up a gun and shoot up a crowd. Trying to have fun Now the Vegas lights They won't lose a glow And the band will play And go on with the show And you're gonna get your time Yes, you're gonna get your time 
can't imagine can't imagine uh, going to a concert going to a country music concert in Las Vegas your life is about to end the devil's gonna watch you burn you son of a bitch plain and simple thank you for describing it like that it brings it brings emotion that song brings so much emotion to it it's like I can't even I can't fathom what went on there and I'm not gonna get political about it 
I can't fathom what fucking Finally, transpired in the uh, hearts and minds of the people scattering on the ground. Right? Unbelievable. And Stapleton, you fucking nailed it. Plus get a Devil's going to watch you fucking burn in the seventh of all hells. You fucking, you fucking son of a bitch. I swear to God, that's so... Do you want to listen to some music or something? God, fuck him. Actually, Just hearing it. I, don't, I mean, I don't I'm, I'm like listening you. again with you. And that's... That's why... That's why he is number one on our list. And he's a true country you artist. Simple, you know, reminds you of the fucking 70s. Thinking that I think 80s, early 80s. And I but in fast. modern day times. And just amazing. Chris Stapleton more than earned your spot there. So there you go, guys. There you go. That's that's our list for today. I uh, man, I'm fucking oh, I'm fucking a little shaky. I don't know if you can hear it. My voice is a little shaky from that fucking song. It fucking gets me so fired up. Uh, thank you all. Thank you all for tuning in to Liquor Listings. You guys continue to make the show. Uh, grow and become better and better and I hope I'm doing you guys proud uh, if you like what you hear I know you have a dollar ninety nine, even $4.99 quit spending your money on coffee and throw the show a dollar it's, it's amazing what we can do I want to hear more from you guys though I do I want to hear topics I want you on the show come out Write me. You know where to find me. Look up Liquor Listings on Twitter. And you can directly uh, get a hold of me there. Or you can go on the Line app where I make and receive phone calls uh, to get you on the air. And I want you to come on with me. But if you don't, you just want to do a topic. Look up Flung Dung. F-L-U-N-G. D-U-N-G. Interact. Message me. Uh, get you set up with a good old show and give you the list that you want to hear. Other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Liquor Listings. It's always a blast to do these shows for you guys. And uh, I can't wait to do a few more. Have a great day. Stay safe. Have fun. Don't drink and drive. Smile. It's the second best thing you can do with your lips. Other than that, bigger out.